Now, the top of the hour on the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn presents the Green News Report. Climate justice is long overdue. Big breakthrough on loss and damage funding at UN climate treaty negotiations in Dubai. If we do not signal the terminal decline of the fossil fuel era as we know it, we welcome our own terminal decline. While the fossil fuel industry works to stop phase-out of fossil fuels. Plus, Biden EPA's new rule would force removal of all of America's lead water pipes. All of those long-overdue stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I'm not saying electric cars are bad. They have big problems and they don't go far. It's okay if you want to go about five miles away from your house, but get back quick. Ooh, Elon's going to be mad. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, big news out of Dubai, I think, today, but first, big news out of planet Earth. <laughs> yes, it's official. November 2023 was the hottest November on record by a wide margin since record-keeping began in the mid-1800s. That's according to Japan's Climate Service. It is the sixth month in a row to set a new monthly temperature record. 2023 will be the hottest year on record, according to climate scientists, thanks to man-made global Global warming and a robust El Nino, 2024 is likely to be even hotter. At this point, can't you just use the same story and just fill in the new months and the number <laughs> yeah, of months and all that? Pretty much. Yeah. The yeah. record for hottest November arrives amid UN climate treaty negotiations in Dubai. Called COP28 for short, it is hosted by the president of the United Arab Emirates Oil Company. He sparked an outcry over past comments he'd made disputing the need to phase out fossil fuels entirely. But the conference has seen a surge of positive announcements Mm. from countries and the private sector. More than 100 countries signed on to global pledges to cut emissions of methane, a powerful climate warming gas, and they pledged to triple renewable energy deployment by 2030. Well, I guess you should apologize for being so pessimistic about this conference. And more than 130 countries, including the U.S., committed to reduce emissions from the agriculture sector. Cow farts. A major contributor to global warming for the first time ever. But climate diplomacy experts note pledges are welcome but must be followed by sustained action. 50 major oil companies, representing about half of global production, pledged to reach near-zero methane emissions from their own operations by 2030, but none agreed to reduce their hydrocarbon production. Critics panned the pledge because it is not binding, and it omits the vast majority of the industry's emissions, which are released when their product is burned. Another task at the COP28 is the global stock take, a process where all countries report on their progress, what they've done, and what they need to do to get on track to limit man-made global warming to 1.5 or 2 degrees Celsius. No country is on track. But the toughest issue by far is the future of fossil fuels, if countries will, for the first time, agree to phase out the use of coal, oil, and natural gas, the primary cause of global warming. That is deeply opposed by oil-producing nations like Saudi Arabia and Russia. But U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres was blunt. The 1.5 degree limit is only possible if we ultimately stop burning all fossil fuels. Not reduce, not abate, phase out with a clear time frame 
aligned with 1.5 degrees. Yep. Good luck with that. A big breakthrough, an agreement to operationalize the critical loss and damage fund in which rich countries help vulnerable developing countries with the costs they are suffering from climate disasters. The U.N. says initial funding of nearly 500 million, however, is just a fraction of what's needed to address the annual cost of climate disasters. Germany and the UAE pledged 100 million to the fund. The U.S. was criticized for a modest pledge of just 17 million. Oh man, you can't buy a house in Los Angeles for 17 million. But Vice President Kamala Harris was in Dubai to announce that the U.S. will deliver another $3 billion, more than any other country, to the Green Climate Fund, the primary finance vehicle to help developing nations shift to clean energy and adapt to climate impacts. Well, that's good. Harris also announced strict new rules dramatically cracking down on methane emissions from the U.S. oil and gas sector. And finally, some really big news here in the U.S. The Biden Environmental Protection Agency unveiled new clean water standards that would force the removal of all 9 million lead water pipes across the country, funded by President Biden's infrastructure law. Lead is a neurotoxin that can cause irreversible brain damage, especially in children. Environmental health advocates called the new rule a game changer for children's health. It is indeed. Joe Biden getting the lead out. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com i'm brad friedman and i'm desi doyan and this has been your green news report let's go mayor get the lead out governor get the lead out senator get the lead out hey president help us get the lead out please help progressive voices support the green news report by stopping by bradblog.com slash donate